Yo, 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 we are back. Actually, it's just me that's back. I'm your host for the night, Chris, a.k.a. C. Michael Mars. Uh, my brother JB and MKJ cannot be with me tonight, but we're going to do a quick recap of the Grizzlies versus Sixers game. Grizzlies come off a, uh, uh, off a couple of wins right before the uh, All-Star game with a disappointing loss to the Sixers. They had the Sixers down the majority of the game and kind of choked it away at the end. There was a lot of key things that happened <clears throat> that we're going to get into, man. But, uh, yeah, man, we're we just going to get into it, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not fully disappointed in the loss because I didn't expect them to win without Steven Adams, but it was a disappointing ending, man. But let me get, pull up my notes right quick, man. So, you know, leading scorer tonight was Desmond Bain. Uh, by far, it's 25. He dropped 19, I believe, in the first quarter. You know what I'm saying? He came out hot. The Grizzlies were hopping. You know, they was passing the ball around. Everything was going uh, incredibly well at first, as most of the first quarters go with the Grizzlies. You know, uh, like I said, he dropped 19 in the first quarter, and the defense was locked in from the jump. And it actually just looked like the uh, 76ers just was not interested in playing yet. <laughs> you know, I think they were still on the uh, all-star break and B was moving slow. And they're not like a very high-paced team anyway. So it wasn't surprising that it, they didn't come out with a whole lot of effort. They are a veteran team. But, you know, the Grizzlies got the lead all the way up to 17 in the second quarter. Seven, second quarter was the uh, Jaron and Jitty show. Jaron got, got a huge block on Embiid. Jitty was rebounding everything. He was like rebounding machine. You know, and we got in the bonus early, and we was hitting our free throws. Also, we was had I was showing some we was showing some good signs with David Roddy. He was doing pretty good off the bench. One person who was missing from the first quarter, not literally missing, but scoring wise, he was missing was John Morant. Man, like, bro, he this was not his night. And uh, even in the first half, I think he ended the first half with only five points, only five points. But anyway, back to the story of the game. So second quarter, uh, Ja, like I said, Ja was pretty much quiet. And the lead got up to 17, but they ended the half with only a 12-point lead. Uh, Sixers kind of found their mojo at the end of the first half, and also the Grizz got sloppy. At the end of every quarter, it seemed like the Grizzlies could not finish well. It's weird, man, because, you know, our first few years with Ja, we seemed like a young veteran team. Like, we was very good at closing. Josh's first year, he was like the number one uh, fourth quarter scorer in the league, and he was able to secure the wins at the in the game like that, right? But this season, it, it has not been that much. Now, at the beginning of the year, it was Bane. Bane was doing all the closing. He was doing a great job of closing, you know what I mean? But then he got hurt, and Bane was, uh, has not been the same since. He's very good, dropped 25 tonight. But all his scoring tapered off in the second quarter. He hit four threes in the first quarter, did not hit any threes in the second half. Zero. Negative. And uh, it did not help us, man. did not help us at all. So, anyway, after halftime, third quarter starts. Ja is still off, and Philly gets the lead gets the lead down to eight very quick. Then Coach wins a good challenge. There was a challenge where uh, Roddy got in front of, I believe it was, uh, uh, I can't remember my old boy name, light-skinned dude. But let me look it up. I got my computer up right here for the Sixers. Uh Tobias Harris was running down, and uh, Roddy got in front, and they, you know, they called a block on uh, on Roddy, but they end up coach put the challenge in, and it's overturned to uh, a, to a, a charging call, which is a good thing, you know what I'm saying? And I was glad coach did it, but eventually, 
you know, they kept going. Ja kind of got going a little bit. I think I believe he scored 10 in the third in the third quarter, and it seemed like he kind of was getting his mojo together. But at the end of, end of it, Philly closes the third quarter down six and wins the quarter 28 to 22. 28 to 22. Once again, the Grizzlies could not close the quarter well. They did not close the quarter well in the second second uh, quarter and the third quarter. And as we go into the fourth quarter, you know, same thing happened again. Unfortunately, Grizzlies start well, and Trip gets a bit blocked on my, on Maxi. Good minutes off the bench for David Roddy. David Roddy had one of the games of his career. Only had nine points, but he was very aggressive. He played good. He hit corner threes. Played good defense, and he played a very good game. Uh, Philly still kept it close around the middle of the fourth, but then Coach whew, Taylor Jenkins. I love Taylor Jenkins, but sometimes he has this problem of leaving his good players on the bench way too long. And once again, it happened again. Ja comes in, and immediately we go on a 6-0 and run, but then Philly gets their mojo back again. And now they're down one after a big run with 3.38 left in the game. And we go into the Ja get a bucket offense. That is not great offense. We did about three trips down, and Ja did not get a bucket. Give it to Bain. Bain scores a layup, I believe, uh, going in on Embiid. And Bain hit a little jumper. Kind of diverse, diversified the offense. It seemed like we, we was going to hang on and win. It gets down to one minute. I believe we're up for uh, And uh, everything falls apart at that point. We're up for and then they go down. Somebody loses their man on defense, and my man, uh, my man Tobias, Tobias, excuse me, Tobias Harris gets open, and when he gets open, he nails the three. Now they down one. Then they go back down. Ja tries to go in and get it. He misses a layup right at the rim, like he just was trash most of the game. I think he will admit it himself. And you see the video. I ain't hating on you, brother, but you was trash today. Unfortunately, I believe if Ja had his normal game, he averages 27. He had a normal game. We would win this game probably by 10, but he did not. So I can't make no excuses. Philly held on, and they won the game. They ended up winning by five. And uh, they won it by getting hot at the right time, which was the absolute last minute, the literal last minute of the game. They get hot, and we lose, and it's bad. We had the ball uh, with 20 seconds left, down three. Coach runs a good play. Bang gets wide open. Not wide open, but a very, very open. Misses the, wide, misses the three. Gets the rebound. Messed around. Gets back to the three. Misses it again. Jaron gets the rebound. Tries to hit a falling away. Out of bounds. Sliding <laughs> three. And he misses it, unfortunately. And we mess around and lose. Very hard fought game. I'm not overly discouraged by this game. But I don't like the way it ended. You know, uh, like I said, we're we're not closing games the right way. And honestly, not having Ja be Ja lost us this game. It's not all on Ja, but Jaron showed up. He did not foul out. Y'all already know every time Jaron is on national TV, he fouls out over and over and over and over again. He played a very good game. He looked like the defensive player of the year, but I cannot take nothing from Embiid. Embiid had five blocks, I believe. Let me check the stats for real. Uh, Joel Embiid. How many blocks he had? Let me see here. Six blocks, not five. Six blocks, you know what I'm saying? And he turned up the D in the second half compared to Jaron Jackson who had Four blocks. Now, Jaron Jackson played very good. He had a very good, clean game. He wasn't the reason for losing. But look at these plus minuses for our team. Dylan Brooks, negative 13 plus minus. Jaron Jackson Jr., negative 9 plus minus. 
Brandon Clark, negative three. Desi Bain, a zero plus minus. He's the only one that's basically almost positive uh, in the starting lineup I'm speaking of. John Morant, negative six. Xavier Tillman, negative four. Negative four, plus minus. And basically what plus minus is, is your the, how good you are on the court in comparison to the guy that you're defending and uh, how much you contribute to winning. Basically what it come down to. And John Morant didn't contribute to winning very well tonight. He just didn't have it, man. He was off. Maybe he was still at uh in his mind in Salt Lake City or something, man. But he didn't have it, and it was a bad look. Now, who all, who else was very, very good for us off the bench was John Conchar. Conchar. Now, he only uh, – he scored nine points, but he was very, very, very aggressive, getting very big rebounds, hustling all over the place. He was a plus three. Santiago Adama was very good, too. Uh, uh what they call him? Uh, Big Spain. That's what we're going to call him. Slim Spain. There we go. Slim Spain was very good, man. He was plus six as well on uh, for a plus minus. So he did very good. And uh, David Roddy was even. But our starting five, we, we didn't have it, man. We didn't have it. Uh, I think there is some things that we can do as a team to correct some of this. One of these things is in the coaching details. I don't think he coached uh, Taylor Jenkins, coached a bad game today. But what I will say is this, this leaving your superstars on the bench too long is biting us in the butt over and over and over and over and over again. I'm just saying. He ain't lying. Over and over again, he keeps doing it, and that's hurting us. I understand the Grizzlies have this mantra and, and uh, to always keep these players fresh and always keep us uh, not so much – tired and they, they ramp up the minutes towards the end of the season man look it, this is go time you know what i'm saying your best players got to play I understand Ja was out of rhythm but we he still needed to play tyus jones is a small guard he's very good but he you know he had an okay game you know leaving your best players on the bench is not smart we was down three and and jaren's on the bench why why now i'm not blaming this all on coach though i'm not blaming it all on coach one thing, one of the reasons we lost this also is this, is that we always forget as Grizzlies fans that this team is young. And that's exactly what happened. Our youth lost us this game because we did not close out when it was closing time. We lost to a veteran-laden team. The Philadelphia 76ers did not look good for 80% of that game. 80% of that game. And I remember back when we had the team with Zebo and Marcus All and all of them, and we used to do that, what, what we call play with our food, right? And we wouldn't play, we wouldn't give no effort to the last few minutes and mess around and win because that's what veteran teams do. And we look like a young team playing a veteran team. Did we have the talent to win that game? Absolutely. Should we have won that game? Absolutely. Am I totally upset for losing this game? No, because I did not expect it to win because we didn't have big Steven Adams. And the last time we played the 76ers, Steven Adams, he didn't score as much as MB, but he kind of helped contain him because he was big enough. The fact that we didn't have Jaron foul out, MB went off. He had like, uh, hold on, let me pull up his stats again. How many he scored? Let's see, MB had, uh, as I look this up, MB 27 points. How many rebounds? 19 rebounds. 27, 19, six blocks. You know what I'm saying? I think he showed out. He did a lot of it in the fourth quarter. Uh, we lost the game, man. We need to go back to the drawing board on a couple of things, but it's nothing to flip out about, in my opinion. And I know us Grizz fans, we have a tendency to flip 
totally out <laughs> over whatever's going on. But I don't think this is one to flip out about. I think this is something you have practice and you clean up some stuff because I'm not banking on job playing this bad again in no time soon. I've never seen him miss so many layups. You know, he everybody knows in the NBA he loves to go left, and he missed like a million left-hand layups over and over and over and over again. I do not expect that to happen anymore. So I think uh, I'm disappointed that they lost the game, but I'm not discouraged because they played hard, they played well, and it was miscues and mismanagement of the game at the end that lost it, not bad play. It was bad play of John Morant, but it wasn't bad play of everybody else. Everybody else, all your role players played very, very good. You represented well on national TV except for getting the W. That was the problem. Got to get the W. And uh, one last thing before I get up out of here, man. Do we have to? National media, could you stop saying we fine in the West? Look, we ain't been fine in the West for a long time in the sense of what he's saying. But Ja is a man that believes in himself, and he's never going to say we're not fine in the West. And we don't have to keep continuously over and over and over drilling it like, you know, this team is just trash. We're not trash. We're not trash. But we've been on a little rough streak, and we're missing one of our starting five players, which is Steven Adams. Should Steven Adams, Adams be so important to us? No, but he is. Because we can't shoot that well, he gets all the rebounds. So we're missing one of our key pieces. Hopefully he come back soon. But y'all know as Grizzlies fans, they're going to keep him out longer than they need to keep him out because we just scary like that. And we don't let people play themselves back. They got to come back 150%. So we can go on an eight-game losing streak before they let uh, uh, Steven Adams come back. And I ain't really fond of that. So to wrap it up, man, uh, some of the scores on our side, you know, like I say, Bang had a strong 25, but he's kind of non-existent in the second half. Clark, was he didn't give us much, man. Jaron Jackson had a very good game, man. 18, nine rebounds, four blocks. Very good game, man. Very uh, balanced game. I think he stepped up in the moment, man. And Dylan Brooks played good, man. He, was, he wasn't a bad, bad player as normal. He didn't score a whole lot of points, and we don't really need him to score a whole lot of points. He did pretty decent defense on uh, James Harden. Look, James Harden is a superstar. Even though he's a little bit older than what he used to be, he still dropped 31, but I mean, that was all in the second half around the fourth quarter. But James Harden did get his buckets, and uh, they won, man. So, with that being said, man, we're going to do more of these in the time to come, more of these game wrap-ups. We'll probably be back again Saturday night afterwards. And, uh, man, we appreciate everyone that have stayed with us after our long, <laughs> super long hiatus, man. It was not intentional, but things happen, life happens. But, hey, we're going to be back. Probably I had the rest of the guys with me. If not, it'll be just me, man. But, hey, until next time, man, I'm C. Micah, man. Uh, this is the Grizz Culture Podcast, and uh, we'll be back soon. See y'all later. We out.